Welcome to the Acorn Revolution Podcast, where the intention is to educate and empower you with tools and stories to help you in your ascension and awakening, awakening to your sovereignty and ultimately your soul's freedom. I am Christina Mira, and I'm so happy you're here. Hello, beautiful friends. I am so happy that you have come back for another episode of the Acorn Revolution podcast. Today is a very special podcast episode because it was just my birthday on the weekend. Myself being an Aquarius, I love my birthday. I love celebration. I love to be introspective and reflective. And so today's episode is all going to be on my lessons that I've accumulated and arrived to over the past year specifically. So much has happened in my life, but a lot has happened in this past year, as many of you might have experienced, especially with the pandemic and lockdowns and all sorts of things. My lessons kind of came through other avenues, but definitely that was um, an influence in the lessons that I've learned. And so let's just dive right in. I have five, five big points when I really think about it over the past year that I have come towards. So as you may or may not know, two years ago, I separated from my husband of over 10 years. We were actually together for about 15 years and um, I separated. So last year, I moved. This, this past year was the very first time in my entire adult life that I lived on my own. Obviously, I have kids. I have three kids, but they came back and forth. But that I was solely responsible for everything in running a house and tending to my kids' needs, tending to my needs. You know, there were no days off. There was no one to pick up the slack. So this was a huge eye-opener for me that I am so much more capable than I thought I was. From things like carrying my winter tires up and down the basement stairs, uh, to getting all the salt needed, shoveling the driveways, you know, stuff like that, which I've kind of taken for granted over the years because I had a husband who really enjoyed doing those things. And now it was me, even when I was sick, even when I was on my moon time, even when I wasn't feeling well, I still had responsibilities. And it was such a beautiful gift in a way because it kept me going. It kept me moving forward. Uh, And definitely so many times, I remember the very first time I had to shovel my driveway actually. I have a really long driveway. I just sat there and I cried in the middle of my driveway Um, and it was just shoveling. It wasn't even, you know, a really daunting task. It took a long time, but it was just shoveling the snow. But it was, you know, every step of the way I was processing um, the grief, processing my aloneness, my individualness, my, my decisions, right? That was a big thing is that I was now responsible for the decisions that I've made to get me to this point. I mean, I'm always responsible. We are always responsible for our own decisions. And I'm a very firm believer in that. That to me is empowering um, rather than like blameful. It has nothing to do with it's your fault, but that you are, you can own 
all of the decisions that you have made to arrive to your decisions um, and your lessons in terms of growth. It keeps you out of victims. So anyways, that's a separate tangent. We can talk on that another time. However, I'm crying in the middle of my driveway, just processing, moving through everything. But I had to keep shoveling. I guess I could have put it away, but I didn't. I kept going and I shoveled. And as I surrendered into the amount of work that I now had, that those, this extra level of work that I had, that I still had to run my business and care for my kids and all that other stuff, I really opened up a new level of support in my life. And so my lesson from this experience in the past year alone has been A, that I am more capable than I thought, and B, that I'm also more supported than I thought. In my tears of shoveling the driveway, it also happened when I was building a garden and I just had to fill this garden box full of dirt and I had so much dirt to fill. There are moments when I just stop and think, what am I doing? Have I taken on too much? And remember, I can receive. I can receive and I can be supported. And then my beautiful neighbors would show up with their shovels and help me. So the support is always there as long as we're opening up to it. At least that is my experience. That is one thing that I'm really holding on to and really imprinting it into my memory so that I know when I have those moments of feeling a little bit down, alone, or isolated, I'm going to remember, oh no, support always shows up. So again, this is just one way in which I reprogram my mind and also continue to grow instead of following back on past lessons that have already been learned is just this reflection. So that was, that was a big one for me. Um, and I'm really proud of myself for all the ways that I've showed up and you know, all of the ways that I didn't show up. Sometimes I just kept my dishes dirty and Put on, put on a show and sat on the couch and did nothing. And that was also necessary and that was also healing, letting go of this feeling of must, must, it must look a certain way. I must continue doing certain tasks. It was, I mean, I'm still working through it. It's only been one year that I've been on my own now, but it definitely, um, it definitely is still working, uh, this lesson of that ebb of flow of reminding myself I'm capable, but reminding myself that I'm also very supported. Okay, number two, having my kids home all the time. So COVID happened and my kids obviously were at home. Uh, they were with me more so than their dad because of work. I work from home and it worked out and um, that's just the arrangement that we made. I'm very happy that I was able to do that. Uh, however, it shifted things. It very much shifted our dynamic at home, my relationship with them. Um, and then this past September, we decided that I would take them out of school completely, not online learning. Um, we just decided we were going to take a year off and figure it out and then make our decisions after. Uh, I did this for a few different reasons. I'm not going to get into those reasons right now the, because today is about my lessons. <laughs> the lesson that I learned um, 
again, kind of going in that I'm more capable than I, than I thought, but it was really for me letting go, the lesson of letting go of what I think things have to look like and also recognizing that in my relationship with my kids, in our household dynamic, I was managing everything, doing everything, and uh, just it felt like I was making it through. When they were going to school, I would wake up, get breakfast, get their lunches going, and make it through until they were out the door. Then they came home from school, I would make it through until dinner, make it through until bedtime, and then the cycle repeats. Well, with them being home all the time, I now needed to find time for me to feel replenished, time to work, time for household chores, time with them. Um, and it, it really shifted. I mean, I was very overwhelmed in the beginning as to, and definitely had moments, still have moments of feeling like I'm failing them or failing myself or failing in some way. I mean, that's, I think that just (laughs) can be normal if we can call it normal, common in the human experience of these feelings of failure. So I still have all of that. But I went from managing or making it through these transitional times to really learning and considering how are we going to coexist together long term so that we're all nurtured, so that we're all feeling supported. And I remember um, my middle son, Everett, telling me, Mom, you're always tired. And that really stung. That really, really stung Um, because I didn't want to show up that way for my kids. I mean, I was really tired, so <laughs> he, was, he was right in saying that, but I didn't want to show up that way, and it, and it kind of hurt. I took it a little bit personally and said, if I'm tired all the time, that means you're not doing enough, and they really, they really heard that. They really did, so it shifted again because they didn't want to see me tired all the time. They wanted me to engage more with them, and so I started asking for more help. And they have become so responsible, so responsive to my needs and in tune, and I to them. I mean, as mothers and fathers, I'm sure I don't have that experience, but as parents, let's just say, we are already so in tune with our child's needs. Um, energetically, emotionally, mentally, we're, we're almost like one step ahead in anticipation constantly about how are they going to feel or what, what kind of experience are they going to have. And so to see them start to do that with me was really beautiful. I think it's such a great lesson in compassion and care. And I'm so grateful that you know, we are existing in this way and really having our sit down meetings and, and checking in with each other is like, what is working? What, what, what needs to happen? And I mean, my kids are 10, eight and four. So it's not like this is big brainstorming. I'm definitely leading most of these conversations and guiding most of the conversations, but just even being able to sit down with them and say, Hey guys, I just need you to listen. I'm feeling overwhelmed about something. I'm feeling, you know, I have been really tired or, you know, I I haven't been sleeping or whatever, whatever it could be. Could you please help me out a little bit? What could you do? How would you like to help me? How could you help me? Because I don't want to ask of them things that are going to be really difficult, you know, that they don't feel comfortable doing. 
So things like doing the dishes and I taught my boys how to clean the bathrooms and, and which was hilarious by the way. And, um, just stuff like just extra, extra stuff, you know, even just, you know, can you maybe just be quieter for an hour, just knowing that this is how I'm feeling right now. And then next time, if you're feeling a little bit off, we're going to be more quiet and this beautiful reciprocity and sharing in this common space that we're all carrying. So that was a huge lesson for me. I mean, I've always taught my kids to be very independent from a young age. That's just how, how I am as a mom naturally, I think, with just who I am as a person is for my needs. And so I was, um, this just brought it up another level and it, it allowed me to step, take a step down instead of this hierarchy approach and become part of a circle is the best way I could describe it. So that was a huge gift and a huge lesson for me. I mean, I don't know if they're going to stay out of school. They might go back next month, next year. I don't know. This isn't really about, you know, my opinions on the schooling issue. Um, for me, it was just really learning how to coexist together in a sustainable way rather than just making it through short term and then me needing big breaks, which is what I needed in the past. So number three was I had this beautiful experience when I, where I went really deep with uh, um, um, a plant teaching. So I, I do different, different forms of learning for myself, energy work, diving deeper with spirit. And I had this beautiful, you know, 30-day, 28-day experience with this plant um, that I decided to learn from. And I received so much stillness, which makes sense because it's a plant and that's what I was teaching, you know, that's where I was really drawing these, these teachings from. But so much, I, I, there was so much to do in my mind, so much busyness. And through this experience of working with this plant, I learned how to just sit and be. And yet when I was sitting, and just being, when I was in stillness, and when I did less, I was receiving so much. The abundance was still pouring in, in terms of, you know, financially, monetary, monetarily, um, people were sending me gifts, clients were sending me gifts, uh, people were showing up at my door with food, like it was just, the support was really remarkable. Um, and while I've always been very, you know, I feel I'm very in the flow, I feel very supported and, and abundant, um, it really took it to a new height while I was working with this plant and while I was in stillness. And I started to see how my thoughts, and again, I don't know if this is really accurate or not, but for me, this is how I, I learned it, is my thoughts, this busyness and this, these shoulds, I should be doing this and I should be doing that and I should be doing that, was almost creating a barrier, like little tennis rackets, balancing the abundance that was just coming to me just from my existence. It was coming to me because I am alive and I am an energetic being who is allowed this abundance. I don't like the word allowed, but that's just the word that came. And instead, all of these things that I decided I should have to do for money, I should have to do for support, I should have to do for friendship or connection or whatever, those were just like combating 
all of the natural innate abundance that was going to be coming to me. So by being, by truly being present and sitting and meditating and not just meditating and sitting, well, don't get me wrong, I did a lot of sitting. I've I sat probably in every single chair in my house. But even just when I was doing the dishes, I was so present with the dishes. When I was working in my garden, I was so present in my garden. I was just being, and it was so nice, and it felt like there was so much space around me. And yes, the abundance, it just, it really was remarkable. So when I reflect on the what, you know, really big lesson over this past year, this is one that I still sometimes forget, and I need to keep reminding myself. Actually, I'm really happy that <laughs> I'm talking about this now because it's reminding me and tapping me back into those feelings of just full support. I just felt so connected with nature and nature's cycle and nature's cycle of abundance. Yes, the winter comes, but spring and summer always come without fail. So can we trust those moments of stillness, that those wintry feeling moments of stillness where nothing's coming and we don't have to force it. We can just allow the time to move and pass. And again, this isn't about manifestation, about, oh, you know, not taking action towards things you feel called to. That has nothing to do with it. It's just trusting in the moment and what it's okay to take space and be still. So that was a big one for me. The fourth lesson came from something that not many people know about. So I'm kind of going on a limb here talking about it. And again, I apologize for the briefness of it as it is a little bit heavy. Um, but, and I am going to kind of just be skipping over the parts that you're going to have questions over. However, this is about the lessons. Last year, I found out I had cancer. It's stomach cancer, a tumor, and um, I was just, I was dealing with a lot of things. Um, it, this ties into my lesson from number one of like having to do things alone and being in my house and just all this stuff. But this was a big moment for me, I'm sure as you know. Oh, and I will, before I continue on, I will just say I am absolutely fine. I am healthy. I am um, thriving. There's no more cancer. It's, it's wonderful. And I'm very grateful for uh, the, the brief experience that I had with it. Uh, it was intense. Um, but it didn't last long, my experience with it. I'm very, very grateful. Uh, Again, I can do another podcast on that topic later. But for now, uh, the lessons that came, really, there was two with this one. As you can imagine, this was kind of a big big thing in my life. Um, It really had me reevaluate my intentions for for my decision-making. I realized, because I'm very health conscious, I went to school for holistic nutrition, Uh, I couple that with my perfectionist tendencies, which I've I've done a lot of work on now, but in my earlier years, I had a lot of perfectionism, I was very strict with myself and my eating, and I was happy to, I was happy to because I truly believed this was going to keep me safe, this was going to keep me healthy, um, and everything else, And, and so it's really interesting that I ended up having this illness, this issue, um, because it showed me that I had been trying so hard 
to avoid illness and suffering, pain, disease, death. But yet here I was with cancer. Here I was, you know, and this ties into my separation. I tried everything I could to do the right thing, to avoid suffering. But here I was separated and now again, the cancer thing just really, really put it right in front of my eyes to see with a new lens. And um, I realized that I can make decisions based on how I'm feeling and what feels right as opposed to making a decision to avoid a certain thing. I'm not going to eat this because I don't feel like it. It doesn't make me feel great as opposed to I'm not going to eat this because I don't want to feel awful later. I mean, there's a very subtle difference to it. And again, this might not apply to you. So please remember that when I'm sharing my experience, this is, I'm just sharing my lessons and maybe some will resonate with you. Maybe they won't. And that's okay. These don't have to be your lessons. But for me, that was a big thing because again, I was so strict with my food and, um, I have a lot of a very strong self-will and self-discipline. So for me, I could easily avoid things, but in my past, I had dealt with some chronic illness before and I became too, like overtly regimented to the point where it, it probably became unhealthy. All these healthy things I was doing, you know, and it, it is a real thing that can happen. Again, we are human beings right now. And so this for me made me realize it actually made me loosen up my food rules. You'd think it would do the, other, the opposite, that, okay, now I have cancer. I'm going to follow this diet. I'm going to do it. It was the opposite for me. I really had to just start letting go and just allow myself to experience life, to eat food, and allow my body, trust my body to, with um, doing the work that it needs to do. And I had a... Uh, I worked with German New Medicine. I had a German New Medicine practitioner, a naturopath, a couple of naturopaths who really helped me um, see my body in a new way. Uh, and that ties into the second lesson that I learned from the cancer, and that is that my body is always healing. So often I have looked at my body as I need to keep it healthy so like I need to keep it healthy. I don't know where the I is, but I need to keep my body healthy. But the truth is my body is keeping me healthy. That is its task. And this is hard to hear. It might be triggering, especially if you do live with chronic illness, if you do have food sensitivities, if you do have cancer, if you do have parts of yourself that you feel like are breaking down. And for me, I saw it as a betrayal. It felt like my body was betraying me for years when I didn't have enough energy, when I was sensitive and developing food sensitivities daily. At one point I remember being like, my God, is it bananas? Like what on earth is making me feel this way? I just had a smoothie. Like it was so maddening and so frustrating. And so rather than seeing my body as, oh, this food that I put in my body is creating this experience of discomfort, my body is processing some sort of trauma to get it back to fully functioning. Because when I was a kid, I could eat anything. It's only as I was 
and as, as I've become an adult. And in my mind, I was like, okay, that's an accumulation of heavy metals. It's an accumulation of parasites or, or an accumulation of stress or da-da-da-da-da. You know, the accumulation as opposed to just letting it go and, and trusting my body. And so I would activate my body. I would put my hands on my body and say, I activate all of the cellular memory and, I remi- and I'm remembering that my body knows what to do. My body knows how to heal. My body knows how to heal. Again, please, if you're getting triggered with this, feel free to turn this episode off and so much love and respect because I know not everybody is going to be open to hearing this right now. I sure as heck would not have been that open to hearing it at certain points in my life, but I'm in a different place now and this is just truly um, a lesson for myself that was really repairing for my relationship with food, for my relationship with my body, is just to keep trusting my body. I'm not going to overdo certain things. I'm not, for me, um, having a lot of preservatives, having a lot of um, processed foods, I just choose not to uh, because it doesn't make me feel great overall, mind, body, and soul. It's not anymore because I'm, uh, I'm avoiding things. I might still have things every now and then. I've, again, definitely loosened up the reins around the foods that I entail. But it's more that I see my body is capable. Oh, I'm just realizing now <laughs> that ties into number one. How cool is that? That like I've seen myself as capable in the world and I'm also seeing my body as capable in doing its functions. And so I still take supplements and I st- still eat really well, but I do view my body very, very differently and I feel so much closer to my body. I don't feel abandoned. I don't feel betrayed. I can see my body is working all the time. It is always healing. If I get a paper cut, I wake up the next morning. It's no longer bleeding. It is sealing. So therefore, why, for me, why would it not do that with everything else? And again, German New Medicine is very interesting. It has a very different and interesting perspective on almost everything. It kind of blew my mind. It actually completely... uh, cut down all that I thought I knew and offered a different perspective and I loved it. So again, you may not feel called to that and that's okay, but for me, it was everything that I needed to hear to heal. So, and I'm still learning learning about it. Um, I have lots to learn, um, so far to go still, but I am doing well I, and I feel, I feel uh, very good. Even, you know, my body will have different different ailments. Currently, I have like eczema all over my body, but I'm trusting. It's, a, it's such a different experience um, than when I've had, say, eczema in the past. So big lessons from that one, big, big lessons, and I'm so happy to uh, share that with you. And the last lesson, number five, um, and this is not from one particular event, but rather from many events, so much in my life that has happened, I have been shown. I work with spiritual guides, whether uh, that's you know higher self, uh, interdimensional beings, um, you know, angels. I have many, even spirit animals. Like I, I, I work with different energetic beings and guides, and I'm so, 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 so grateful to have that perspective and communication um, to help guide me. And um, 
I receive guidance, I tap into this. This is something, by the way, I believe we're all capable of. This is just, just what I have worked on, this, this faculty that I have developed. But I truly believe that anybody could also have these types of connections um, if that was what you chose to, to work on and spend your time on. So anyways, I'm very grateful for that guidance because when I have asked for the guidance, when I have asked for information, it has come and I didn't believe it. <laughs> so it would come and I'd have this knowing and I'd feel it right in my solar plexus and right in my heart and just have this overwhelming like resonance of knowing and then I would doubt it. And then I would doubt it and I would doubt myself and I'd be like, am I just, you know, what am I, who am I talking to and what am I thinking? And, you know, still this level of, of doubt, even though this is what I do for a living. I do shamanic healing. I um, am guided every single step of the way. And yet I still doubt. And so this was a big lesson for me because there are very, very specific um, moments over the past year, multiple moments where I've received this guidance, I followed it, but had that skepticism. And I mean, there's a healthy amount of, of, of discernment there that's, that I'm okay with, but it's more, it was re really showing me that I needed to rebuild trust with myself. And while I'm not 100% there, I'm definitely on my path with it. And I feel supported and I feel loved and received and seen and connected and all of these things that I've been wishing for, hoping for, and at, when I've asked, I said, don't worry, it will come. And I, 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 I feel like maybe I wasn't as patient because I kept asking the same things over and over again. You know, even with my, even with my oracle cards, you know, when you just keep asking the same question, it's like, my gosh, you keep getting the same answer. Well, I've received these, these gifts, these, these things without having to sacrifice myself in any way. And that is such a precious lesson and one that I'm sure I will forget at times, but I hope that I will always remember is that I get to just be myself. This, this idea of sovereignty, of stepping into myself and while I can hear opinions, allowing truly the guidance to come from within what is best for me is only in coming from within now not from outsiders perspectives not from outside influences well okay i say that but of, of course we're always being influenced by our environment but truly not um i hope you understand what i'm saying here is that i'm not going along with things that don't feel right just because other people tell me so and that's come from my separation, that's come from my decision to keep my kids at home, that's come from working with plants as teachers, that's come from my experience with cancer, all of it. People had so many different opinions on how I should proceed, what I should do. And part of me, that, that small part of me that still isn't fully healed from my people-pleasing, so wanted to follow what they were telling me just so I felt like I had their support, that I had their, that they, they backed me and they loved me. But that was false. And that's what I learned was that when I abandon myself, I'm not showing someone else I love them 
or not trying to get love from other people, or maybe that, that's what I was doing, but rather when I'm true to myself, I receive unlimited support, unlimited love from beyond, from beyond those people. There are times where I've disappointed my parents, which were so hard, disappointed, obviously, my ex-husband, my family, my son. I'm sure I've disappointed my friends at times. I've disappointed a lot of people. And that was really hard. But nothing felt better. Even when I felt alone in my grief, crying on my, in my driveway with my snow shovel in hand, I still felt free. And that such a pre- precious gift. That is such a precious lesson to have learned at my age, at this point in my life where I still have so much life to live. But I hope that I do keep remembering all of these things. Because life keeps changing and shifting and moving forward and there will be many more lessons to come. But these, this past year has been a heavy hitter. This is probably the most transformational year of my life was me letting go of other people's opinions, stepping into my sovereignty as a woman. Huge. So I love you all so much. Thank you for being with me as I made my birthday review. Um, I encourage you to you do the same on your birthday. Really look back at, at the events and the lessons that you learned. And hopefully some of my lessons resonated with you. And if not, that's okay. Thank you just for listening. I love you so much. And I really do honor who you are at this time. All of it. All of it. All of who you are. All of where you've been from, where you've been, where you've come from, and where you're headed and who you are now. So if you care to comment, you can comment in the comment section or send me a message. I'd love for you to like, to share, to subscribe. Um, It just helps with the spreading of the information and so that it can reach more people and hopefully help and support others along their journeys. And maybe, again, you resonated with a couple of things that you can take for yourself and go deeper with. I hope you have an incredible week and we will chat soon. Massive love to you all. Mwah.